0: Hey, hey welcome back everybody so I have a special guest today I have Jordan
1: hello my friends how aka
0: Goldilocks <laughs> so tell tell me how you got that name again because we just talked about it and I thought it was kind of hilarious
1: so usually this mane is actually gold um and before when I first put the blonde the blonde hair in it was I forget who even called me it someone just said oh hey goldilocks and it kind of just stuck with me i was like damn. oh okay that's that's kind of cute i like that that has a little ring to it damn so ever since then stuck all right just so with it.
2: for
0: those of you who don't know my nickname on instagram and what everybody calls me is broad mm-hmm. when i was in high school um i think i had a gallon like jug of water and my history teacher used to make fun of me she was like the worst lady but she was funny
2: uh-huh.
0: and uh she was like, what's up, Broadbent, Broadfit? I'm like, Broadfit, I like that.
1: Okay, and all it's right. stuck with me ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious.
0: What's your Instagram?
1: SlaughterFitness with three S's at the
0: end. It's going to be right down below. Make sure you guys click on it and stalk her page.
2: Stalk it. Stalk
0: her entire Love it. world. go
2: ahead.
0: She yeah. also does her own podcast, so I deeply, yes. deeply tell you guys to follow her podcast. And she has very interesting topics on there, not only for women, but mm-hmm. also... It's diverse. It's for everybody. Male, female. Of course, hit those men.
1: Yeah, hit (laughs) them. Hit them hard. No, but yeah, I do like to. I do like to try to cover everyone. Like my 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 first person to go to is women. I connect with women more. I'm a woman, so like immediately connect with that. But I still try to look at the. I try to look at the bigger picture. Like you guys are important too.
0: Of course, feelings matter too. We're important. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it depends
1: depends on what
0: mood we're in. Yeah, <laughs> it's really true. All right. So basically, I asked you guys on Instagram about some questions, some scenarios, and I told you guys to DM me and I will answer them truthfully and honestly. And my last podcast was with my friend Hanifa and we touched up on interracial dating. And obviously, I have a lot of experience in that because I've dated outside my race for about 10 years hmm. and there's been some ups and downs. And there's been like scenarios, I think, that some people haven't dealt with. And Jordan was kind enough to tag along and say, you know what? I'm going to give you a girl's point of view about the interracial dating scene. So I'm going to jump into these questions and we're going to try to answer them as honestly as possible. Ooh, honest as possible. There we go. There we
2: go. Damn, Mm -hmm. I
0: stutter sometimes. You're making me nervous, Jordan.
1: (laughs) I have that. So,
0: dear Mr. Broadfit, I am dating a girl that still wears her ex's sweatshirt. What would you do in this type of situation? How would you approach it? So, I had the same situation. It wasn't a sweatshirt. It was a fucking ring. Ooh. I had an ex.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I had an ex that we were dating. I really liked this girl. And I really didn't pay attention to the rings on her finger. I'm not... I, I just don't pay attention yeah. to jewelry like that because I'm not a creep looking at women <laughs> saying, no, do you have a ring on? <laughs> but she had this huge ring. And I remember I was at like Ocean City, Maryland. I was mm-hmm. at Secrets. And there was a group of girls. And the one girl's like, oh, are you with somebody? I said, yeah, it's my girlfriend over there. And she goes, oh, my God, I was just talking to her. She goes, she didn't tell me she was married. I'm like, uh, we're not married. I said, we're, <laughs> I said, we're just <laughs> seeing each other. She goes, well, did you give her that big diamond ring on her finger? I'm like, no, I did not. I said, no, it is not that serious. And I kind of approached it a type of way. I said, why do you still wear, you know, your ex's engagement ring? She goes, well, it was my ring. I deserved it. And I like to wear it with me. And it bothered me at first. And then I tried taking consideration that maybe, you know...
1: So was it, a more, it was more of an accessory for her than anything? That's how she That's it?
0: how she said it to me. Okay. Because I said to her, I was like, well, we, you holding on to that ring makes me feel like you're holding on to maybe marrying him still.
2: Yeah.
0: I said, is that the case? And she goes, no, that's not the case at all. Like, I want to be with you. Like, I just, you know, it makes me look bougie. I don't care. I'm like, okay, cool. I said, as long as you're going to be, like, somewhat honest with me, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah. But, and I've also had people <laughs> that... I've had girls that have had sweatshirts from exes and stuff. Honestly, ladies, I know you guys love stealing clothes. And you don't like giving them up because, uh, you know, it is what it is. Mm. Would I have a problem with it? I would until it's actually discussed in a proper way. If she doesn't want to discuss it and she gets, like, overly Mm -hmm. aggressive or upset Mm -hmm. about it, she has an emotional attachment to that Mm. person still. So you might want to get out of that situation, bud.
1: I think definitely from a female's point of view, and usually ladies, we are a little bit more emotional times than of men. Course. Um, I think if like you said, if you have an open, honest conversation with them about it, and like you said for your example, if it's for if that was for an, uh just they just wanted that item, they just wanted to have it. Yeah. Then that's one thing and also she had that clear communication with you, so that is good. And like you said, if she seems like, uh I still want it, like seems like over over stressed about it, like really wanting it, really craving it, it's just weird about it. Yeah then that might be a red flag.
0: Or it's another thing if, like, she's like, I've never watched this. I love the smell of it. It smells like Uh him. All right, maybe you should get out of that situation (laughs) because she, when she's upset, she probably goes to that and says, oh, my God, I miss him. Mm. Next question, everybody. I think that first one was a pretty good, slightly difficult one. It's probably going to get harder, but we'll we'll see. see. Mm -hmm. So... If you're dating somebody, this is the next question we have. If you're dating somebody, should you discuss how many people you have been with? And what do you do if the other person refuses to answer? Holy shit, Jordan, answer this first.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. We're all grown-ups at this point. Of course. If your partner wants to know the answer and you you want to give it to them, then that's fine. Do what, do what you feel comfortable with. I think that... Oh, I think that it's so It hard really just—it <laughs> depends question. on the scenario because there's so many different scenarios. If your partner's coming to you though, and they're like, "How many bodies do you have?" in a kind of an insecure way, yeah. then I'd feel kind of like, a little bit like I'm not gonna lie, a little bit turned off. Like, be secure in your relationship. But if you're if you're open to telling them your bodies, then it's okay. We're all adults here. Again, like I said, you shouldn't if you feel ashamed of it, you shouldn't feel ashamed of it.
2: Hmm.
0: So I think. I'm going to go on – I'm going (laughs) to approach this one way. Um, I don't care, honestly. Like, in all honesty, I'm going to tell you whatever. Yeah. Because if that's, like, the breaking point or that's, like, you're out, Mm -hmm. then fucking leave. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. I do think there's a double standard that people need to realize with, you know, uh, females is that I believe guys can say they've slept with over 100 girls – And then they're like, all right, babe, like, how many have you slept with? And she'll be like, I've only been with, like, five. Mm
2: -hmm. And then they
0: slut shame them Mm -hmm. and say, five? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dude, that's a double standard right there. I saw the skit that was that way one time where the guy's like, I've been with, like, 70 girls. How many have you been with, babe? I've been, like, with six. And he's like, are you kidding me? Mm. I loved you. I was going to put a ring on that. And I'm like, dude, that really is yeah. the truth, though. It's yeah, a very big like double sometimes. standard mm-hmm. that people need to get away yeah, from. Yeah,
1: for sure. For sure. We
0: need to be respectful. Even yeah. though we're alpha males, we got to understand that.
2: On both ends. Yeah,
0: we got to yeah. understand that at the end of the day, like, I guess being alpha, like, guys, guys in general want to brag about it. Hmm. And then some females are just kind of ashamed about it because sometimes, you know, like you said, emotional. You might have let your emotional guard down with somebody and like, you're just not proud of it. You've done mm. it a few times with people and it's kind of emotional thinking that, you know, somebody had you that didn't deserve you.
2: Mm. Mm. So you got to take that. it with yeah. consideration
0: that if your girlfriend doesn't want to talk about it, you got to respect it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, is it, is that something to get mad over and basically not be with her or anything like that? It's just me personally, we're moving forward. with Our relationship, yeah. everything's good with us. I honestly don't want to talk about anything from our past that's Mm going to destroy us.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: If it's something you truly need to know that I feel is fair, then sure.
1: Honest communication.
0: But honestly, I I just think, because at the end of the day, you could be lying about it. Like, you could be lying about it. So it's like, do I really want to end this relationship? Do I really want to ruin how perfect we are? You know, everything's so smooth. And then I put that insecurity in my head, like, oh, Hmm. my God she's done this she's done that like i don't want to do that to myself especially if we're good like we're good we're good yeah i'm all right with it yeah next question here we go that was a little difficult but it's okay uh number three dear mr broadfit how do you feel when girls don't post their man or they do the basic stuff where they're out to dinner and they'll take a picture of, like, the bottom half of the guy or, like, their hand or the, or the food that's across <laughs> from them. How do I feel about this? Now, I touched up on this in the last podcast. I dated a girl that did that to me.
1: She didn't post you at all or she just
0: This is the like same the girl with the diamond ring. Oh,
1: my. <laughs>
0: there is so much more. Oh,
1: my.
0: Yeah. She was actually on a dating show, too. Hilarious, yeah. It just aired like last month. Anyway, what? moving back. Um, she <laughs> oh, so so me. Mm-hmm. I because I do photography, video stuff. Like I love posting whoever I'm with. Like if we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and like we really care about each yeah. other. Oh my god, I want everybody to fucking know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've gotten better at not letting people know, only because. I've realized that people are fucking home wreckers. Mm. And I realized that the more I would share, the more I would share mm. my lifestyle or like yeah. whoever I was with, and we would put up cute ass shit. It was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like instant famous shit. Mm. And like, it got to the point where I was like, somebody could really flip some shit around on me. It actually happened like not too long ago where someone made some shit up about me that wasn't true, and the girl went with it and believed the other girl. Hmm. So I believe that, like, when you're established and you guys have a clear understanding, like, you've been together a year, some change, maybe longer, yeah, you should have, like, those pictures up. I can't stand it when Valentine's Day comes and I see, like, flowers, vase, all this shit.
1: But no person behind it. Lamborghini,
0: no person behind it, or I see that person for that whole entire 24 hours and Hmm. then never seen again. They take it down, they archive it on Instagram. I'm like, damn.
1: I definitely see both sides of it because you started kind of touching on it when you said people will be homework wreckers. People will see your happiness and just try to take that away from you just because they don't have it themselves. Um, So I definitely see – if you're not posting your significant other because of – of negative reasons. Like maybe you, you want to be available for someone else. Like you're simply not posting them for that. Pretty much. Like if you're doing that, that's not okay. Maybe tell your significant other that you, that, that, that you're not feeling as strong as them. And you're going to do that because you want to be in an open relationship or something like that. If, uh, on the other hand, because I also see the privacy side, if you're simply just not a person who doesn't post too much or you're simply a person who just likes keeping yourself to yourself and of just course. like, you know, you don't want people knowing every single thing about you, um, then I definitely see, I, I, don't, I don't get the people who like uh, just show the hand and yeah. stuff like that. If you're yeah, not yeah. going to show the person, just don't show the person. But um, if, if you just want to live a private life, then that's, that's your business.
0: Yeah, so, so like I definitely I, see both sides. I used definitely. to be I used to be one way about it because my feelings were hurt from mm. somebody I was with. Um I liked taking pictures and it wasn't even that. It wasn't even about posting pictures. It was like when we were out to dinner, we were on vacation, like, take pictures of us. Yeah, like, I was taking more pictures than anything mm. and like she really she had no pictures in her phone of us. Like yeah. she might have had one or two pictures of me, but
2: yeah.
0: it just was like, All right, so what's what's going on here? Yeah. Like you have a dude or like You just don't want to share me. Like, Hmm. there's so many things that goes through a guy's head with insecurities. Like, why aren't you showing me? Why aren't we doing this? Yeah, I definitely,
1: yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I know there was a point in time where I was posting my significant other over and over and over again, and I was not receiving that same thing in return. So I was like, are you just out here like you're just making me look like this person who's just going to keep posting you and you're not going to do it? So I stopped doing it. I'm not going to give out the energy that I don't receive. And now
0: listen, I will be fair with... Every female that's on Instagram right now, I get, you know, the motivational speeches, the women empowerment. I get the pictures that you guys take, that you spend hours doing your hair, your makeup. I get all the effort that goes into these pictures, and you guys want to be liked. You want to be loved. Now... I understand that if you post, and this happens all the time, when, like, a famous Instagram model posts her boyfriend for the first time, they lose, like, 100,000 fucking followers overnight. It's such a weird concept, but I understand in the sense, like, you want to live that whole fashion life, the whole I'm living my best life. That's cool. Mm. I can see, you know, how you don't want to put somebody else in there because you want to be the likes of this and that. Mm. It comes a point in time where... I think you've been together long enough that people will know you're together from being out, doing yeah. this, doing that, et cetera, but I don't like the whole hiding
2: shit.
1: Yeah, no, definitely not for that. If it's if you're looking, there's a difference between privacy and hiding. If you're hiding a person, that's also like disrespectful to them. Like At least tell them, that's what you're doing before you start
0: doing that. I want someone to know I'm with a bad bitch. Like, mm. I'm,
2: <laughs>
1: like
0: I'm being straight up. Like, the last girl that drove me crazy, uh-huh. I wanted the world to know. I wanted to make billboards. Like, yeah. but I'm just that type of person. And I started seeing it from her side after a while, but I still felt some type of way. Cause, was like, she
1: more the privacy side? Or was she, she, was, the... she was
0: so private.
1: Okay. She All was right. so private, yeah. but, like,
0: when we were together, like, yeah. we were together, but... It's just like to me I was like you could fall off the face of the earth right now.
1: Huh. I
0: won't know shit. Hmm. You could be seeing whoever right now. I don't know shit. Yeah. Like there's another point where like you could literally move on to the next dude the very next day.
2: Mm.
0: He don't know shit. Mm-hmm. We don't know shit. Like nothing nobody yeah. knows anything. Yeah. I just hate that aspect hmm. of it. Uh, but that, I think that's why I haven't been letting a lot of people know my next move because I kind of want to keep people in suspense with certain stuff. Right. But so moving on to the next question.
1: There we go.
0: That was number three. <sighs> so double standards on texting. So this scenario is basically, and I have to relate to this, because I've found that guys will get so much shit.
1: God damn it. <laughs> I started like, I was like, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, right.
0: Guys <laughs> will get so much shit when they do not text first or like literally you could go a few days and you could be busy whatever and you don't text and you do not hear from your girlfriend wife what I, oh can't be wife girlfriend mm. and like I, there's just double standards on that and then like if a female does it, she goes well you didn't text me you didn't do this I'm like yo chill yeah we need to be fair with this but yeah. I think double texting with standards is a very big issue hmm. I've dealt with that a lot of times and that wasn't like relationships that was just like dating like
1: yeah yeah
0: Seeing someone for, like, a couple weeks, trying to feel it out and see how things are going in, like, two days. When I used to work, like, 16-hour shifts, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I would wake up. I would literally work all day, and then i go right home to bed and Mm -hmm. do it all over again for, like, five, six days straight. So, like, I would text them when I had free time. But, like, there are some times, like, when I'm working all day, I just want to kind of, like, see a text message Mm -hmm. from somebody I really care about. I would not get anything. No i would not get anything do you so how do you feel being a, a i female? just all
1: i always just feel like you need to give out the energy that you're receiving and of what you just like if you're if you're expecting something of someone and they're not giving it to you then that's a conflict um and i just feel like if that's what you want why are you treating that person that same way so just any double standard situation for me is if you're trying to be serious with someone, if you're just trying to fuck around with someone, excuse me, if you're just trying to, <laughs> it's okay, if you're just we'll, trying we'll to mute It's <laughs> <yes>. okay. <laughs> if you're just trying to mess around with someone, just be open and honest, and if, just be equal. No matter what type of, of situationship course. you're in, just try to be equal with your with your other person.
0: Of course, but I've I found. That people don't like being honest anymore.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's a problem. it's just, like,
0: I think I'm too honest with people, mm. and they use it against me. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes I have to be, like, should I give out this information right now? Like, because, honestly, I keep fucking myself over because I'll tell you my dirt. I'll tell you, like, honestly, like, I've learned my lessons from lying in the past. Mm-hmm. I've realized, especially with interracial dating, yeah. lying to a black woman It'll will get, get you, you fucked up. Will up. get you, will get you up. so fucked up. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, they will never forgive you. And they will bring it up in every fight. <laughs> I have learned Maybe my lesson from that. Maybe every
1: other. Maybe every other.
0: I have learned my lessons so many times to the point where now I literally just admit to things, even even when I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. I'll admit to them and be like, Listen, I'm wrong for this. Like I shouldn't have done that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like I was going to tell you. You said,
1: even if you're not wrong, you'll still just say you're wrong. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm always the person that does not want to fight. Yeah. And somehow I end up fighting <laughs> like left and right. And I'm uh-huh. just like, oh my God, why? Why does this always have to be me? <laughs> so we're going to go on to the next question. I think these are getting better, better, better. <sighs> so Jordan. Yes. Um, scenario here. Me and you okay. have been dating
2: mm-hmm.
0: consecutively for about three dates.
2: Before
0: I have you come over, like a couple of hours before, because I know it takes. It might take you a while to get ready. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just say, you know what, Jordan? I really don't want you wearing makeup when you come over. Let's just bum it. Let's just wear a T-shirt, <laughs> sweatpants. Let's just watch The Notebook.
1: Uh-huh. Oh.
0: Empire. I don't know. We'll watch whatever. Sounds good. And we'll drink some wine.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I like the big T-shirt look. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything to your hair. Mm-hmm. Would you be offended if I told you not to wear makeup? <laughs> this is so hard. This is such a difficult I don't, question. I don't, I don't
1: know. I mean, the type of person I am, if you told me not to wear makeup, I'd honestly be like, oh, okay, because I'm not a makeup-y type person as you, you know, you know. I'm not a makeup-y type person. Yeah. But if yeah, if you're telling me just not, don't put on anything, I'd honestly be fine with that. I'd be like, okay, all right, Damn. let's do it. Let's do it. But I know <laughs> there are some situations where if you tell the, uh, the wrong woman that, yeah. she'll be like,
2: what? What?
0: Yes. So why i brought up that scenario was deeply because i had a girl that slept over on the second date things were going great Mm -hmm. she obviously washed her face before bed Mm -hmm. she wore my t-shirt everything was cool like everything's cool and then just next time around i said hey like don't wear any makeup and she fucking flipped shit she got so upset. because why don't you wear me makeup? I'd feel uncomfortable. I'm like, you slept over my house with no makeup
2: on. Mm, yeah.
0: I'm like, why are you upset now? I said, we're just staying in my place. She got really offended by it, said she was very self-conscious about her skin, mm. how she had little blemishes, and it was nothing that was going to scare me away because I've already seen it, but... I just wanted to know kind of the opinion on that because yeah. I thought maybe I was like being a gentleman by saying, yeah. Like, yeah. "Don't spend it, like it an hour depends. doing makeup." Yeah, it
1: definitely depends on how you approach that. Like, if someone's just saying no, like no makeup, like you're you you should be a girl without makeup. Like then there's that's a different that's a different topic. But uh, if you're saying like show your like, show your true beauty, then I would um, I would appreciate that as a female.
0: I, I've been yelled at multiple times actually because <sighs> interracial dating. I love black woman's skin. It's just very beautiful. Mm. It always glows. I hate when female, it's like, it's a work of art already. So why paint over it even more? Like it's mm. just, that's the way I feel. And I dated a dark skinned girl. She was, I think Haitian. And, um, she had just such a beautiful glow. Like it was just, it was amazing. Like when we hung out, just hanging out of my house,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's like a totally different person. And then like, when we go out, she had like your skin complexion Mm -hmm. with all the makeup on
2: Hmm. and i
0: was like you're a totally different person i said Hmm. why are you trying to be like these barbie chicks on instagram that have like the perky lips and shit?" i said your lips are fine everything's good like why do you put this
2: yeah
0: she goes this is where i feel most comfortable i'm like you should feel comfortable with your natural beauty
2: Hmm. i Hmm. said
0: like you're gonna attract people that want that makeup on you and you're not going to be happy the rest of your life because you've got to constantly live up to that standard. someone else
1: yeah yeah i definitely i can definitely i can definitely agree on that point if you're coming from it in that in that point then yeah yeah
0: i'm the all natural type person i like the all natural look (laughs) i'm sorry it's like listen we go out to dinner obviously wear the dress that you Mm. that you bought from pretty little thing or some (laughs) shit or wherever, wherever (laughs) (laughs) wherever it is fashion nova i don't really care (laughs) You can wear the heels, all the makeup. Uh-huh. When we go out to dinner, it's fine. But like, when you come back home, it's that big T-shirt again. That's mm,
2: <laughs> the,
1: that's the look.
0: <laughs> yeah, like fresh yeah, face and this no is foundation. Exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You can put on the silk robe. I don't care. Uh, dear Mister Broadfit, how do I tell a guy that I'm just interested in the D without causing any issues?
1: Tell him straight. Oh, okay, Jordan. Tell him straight. <laughs> Cause, yeah, this one definitely, this one definitely is one that I will immediately jump to. If you're, if that's what you, if that's what you want, if that's your intent, then don't lead someone on for if they want a relationship. If that's what they're looking for, don't lead someone on for something else. If your intention of is just to get the date, say that. Be loud and proud about it.
0: So, I don't know if I mentioned this in my last podcast, but I had a situation like this that uh-huh. lasted like six months. Really? <sighs> yes.
1: Like that's all, that's all I so, wanted.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, this it's, it was kind of weird. So I knew this girl from the nightclub industry. Mm-hmm. I ended up having like a house party. This is like six, seven years ago. I had a house party here. Okay. Like kegs everywhere. Uh-huh. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> but literally, we were having a party, and this these two girls come that I don't know, and they're walking On my stairs. I'm like, yo, I know this girl from the nightclub. We start talking. We hit it off. Um, get her number. Hang out the next week. We hit it off, and then we practically were dating. We were sleeping with each other, mm-hmm. but just connected very quickly. I noticed that every time she came over, so I worked at the prisons at the time, so I was working 3 to 11. Okay. So I would get home at, like, twelve fifteen on the dot.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I
0: remember at lunchtime, it was, like, 6 p.m. I would literally get a text from this girl, and she goes, Hey, like, I miss you. Like, let me come over when you're done. I'm yeah. like, all right, clockwork. She'd be here on time, every time. <laughs> And literally, like, we'd hang out for, like, three, four hours. And then all of a sudden, she'd be like, babe, like, I got to work tomorrow morning. Um, I live all the way up here. I might as well just drive back to my house because then I'm only ten minutes from my job. So I was like, all right, cool. And she would leave every time. And this happened. She was seeing me for, like, three times a week, maybe more. Like, we were hanging out doing this. But, like, uh-huh. she literally was leaving.
1: So she didn't tell you. So
0: she she would just leave all the time, and, like, I always was, like, trying to respect her work. Yeah. And then the girl that was actually at the party with her got into a fight with her, and she hit me up, and she goes, yo, you're seeing so-and-so, right? I said, yeah. This is why people are (laughs) homebreakers. She goes, do you know that she has a boyfriend of, like, six years that she lives with?
2: What? I said,
0: what? So, comes the find out, her boyfriend worked 11 to seven. So
2: <laughs>
0: so, when I would go to work three to eleven, uh-huh, she was with him,
1: uh-huh,
0: and then when he would when he would go to work for eleven to seven, she would be at my house by twelve fifteen, she'd be out by four a m uh-huh. he'd be back by seven a m she'd be in the bed like she never left. Wow, that happened for like six months <laughs> and I have never felt so dumb because she fed me a lot of shit, man.
1: Yeah. So this isn't even just not not telling you straight up about. She
0: fed me everything. Wow. And another scenario that was in the last podcast was I was seeing another girl for a few months. I didn't talk to her because we got into an argument, and it was the same thing. I only got limited time from her because mm. she was a nurse, mm. and I'm like, all right, so you're a nurse, yeah, you got responsibilities, yeah, cool. Yeah. So she would always come, leave, come, leave. And it was getting very serious. She was buying me shit. She was telling me she loved me and she Mm. wanted to spend the rest of my life with me. Got into a fight over something that was stupid. I didn't even, I was like, why are you fighting with me? She goes, I just need time. Don't talk to her for for two weeks. Uh She forgets that we're friends on Facebook. And then I see 154 photos uploaded from a wedding. And it's her wedding. And she got married.
1: That just escalated <laughs> and was like so a, fast. <laughs> there,
0: and literally, I texted her and I said, "You got fucking married." She goes, uh-huh. "Well, yeah." What? I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Well, like, what? <laughs> and she literally played the game that hard, and she was reckless. I cannot believe she said it with a straight face. Yeah, I got, I got married. I'm like, so that fight we got into, you really wanted to fight with me about because you knew you were getting married soon. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: right in the nick of time, I guess.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I always have a, I always have a very bad time with females. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I'm too gullible.
1: These stories, Brandon, we're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> I, n- I
0: know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're
1: going to have to talk about this. I was this. trying
0: to tell you I was like the uh, perfect dude, but I was like, <laughs> damn, we're going to have to talk about this on podcast We're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so before we end this whole if she's interested in the D, I do yeah. notice a lot of times that – the same scenario where girls will come over four or five hours they come over looking their best They're like oh my god i miss you hmm. and then they either go back to the normal life with their girlfriends or they go back to their man. Hmm. it's just a way of life in this generation it's awful
1: yeah. and
0: it's misleading but
1: i definitely think just like you said misleading so like definitely just tell the person straight up if that's what you want if that's it's what true. you want and that's okay if that's what both of you want then that's okay because you also have to consent to it as well
0: kind of worry about people's feelings
1: yeah like that's that's just <laughs> and, th- and again going back to the <laughs> double standard thing if that was a man doing it to a woman we'd be freaking out Yeah. so it just it just goes both ways it goes both ways it has to go <sighs> both ways at a certain point
0: and this has been our first segment we will be back in just a moment to finish the other questions because they're gonna get juicier trust me love it be right back <laughs> Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. So, right before we left, we were actually talking about how do you let a man know if you just want the D. Tell and obviously, you tell them straight up. Jordan told me, tell, tell them, them straight, straight up. up. So, the next question was, what are the signs to look for when your significant other is cheating? Wow. <sighs> I guess I'll answer because- I was about
2: to say,
1: do you want to- This is a big boy. This I have big so. Boy.
0: So, as we mentioned before, the whole not posting photos thing- That can be easily explained sometimes, but then it can also just be very shady and to the point where, like, they do have another dude on the side.
2: Hmm.
0: It's happened to me multiple times. I don't know why. I don't know. I do so many nice things for people and they do this to me. But getting back to it, um, the little signs here that you'll see is, and this is primarily what guys do, but I have seen females do this, Hmm. is the phone upside down. Hmm. The phone it's is such upside a small down, thing, but such a big thing. The phone is upside down. And then the infamous, you know, you're watching a movie and you hear the, and it's the vibrations and they don't want to pick it up. Mm, they do not want to pick over. it up. And honestly, it's either or just says, babe, why don't you pick it up? You can pick it up. And like, you're just thinking in your head, you're like, holy shit. It's like a 50 50 chance. Mm. This could be my side chick or side dude. And I'm literally going to reveal them right now. And obviously you have their full name on there and you have a picture of them probably. So it's going to make it even fucking worse. Um, but yes, that is a clear indication. Um, also, you know, whether you live together or not, if you're not living together, if you see that they are not making time for you anymore or you continuously try to make plans and they keep making plans with their, you know, guy friends, girlfriends, And they just seem to not invite you out anymore. Hmm. That's another clear indication. Hmm. And then also when you start asking little questions here and there and they become overly aggressive or emotional about it, that shit is like ridiculous. And there's also the standard where, you know, they always say that a cheater is very insecure. Hmm. So if they are cheating, they're going to start projecting their guilt onto you, which means... And I I can 50-50 agree with this only because mm. there are men out there that are insecure. If guys are throwing, you know, DMs at their girls, you know, this, that. It's all about the way you respond as a female or a male to that person. Because mm. honestly, I can't control what anybody says to me. Mm-hmm. I can't control if people like my stuff. The only thing I can control is, you know, how faithful I am to us. And, you know, a clear thank you or something like that. No conversation really. That's staying within the relationship. That's fine. But, <sighs> see, there's, like, so much stuff when it comes to, like, cheating and stuff.
1: That, you honestly just took, like, a lot <laughs> of the things right out of my mouth. I can definitely say the last thing that just was on my mind was definitely the projecting. When they're the just projecting. constantly saying, oh, no, you must be doing this. You must be going out and seeing other person. And you're not. Yeah. Usually, most of the time, they are. And because they're insecure about it. They know they're eventually going to get caught up, whether it be with you or whether it be with karma. They're eventually going to get caught up. So they'll start projecting those insecurities, knowing that they're doing that on you. It's
0: true. And I've actually had that thrown back in my face before. The most recent relationship, I I was a bit insecure, and it was only because... Now, there's a way of making me insecure. It's when communication's not there.
2: Mm.
0: So when... You get done work and like you call me every night. Yeah. When you get done work and we talk about our day. Yeah. One or two days when we don't do it, that's fine. But when you don't answer at all for like two days and then you text me in the morning and say, I fell asleep. And I'm like, what fucking seven o'clock at night? The fuck Mm. you mean? You fell asleep. (laughs) And again, I dated a girl, the same exact girl, where. If I texted her and she did fall asleep, mm-hmm. when she woke up to go to the bathroom, she would literally text me yeah. and say, I'm sorry, babe, yeah. like this, that. Yeah, 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 She was reassuring me, like, Yo, yeah, like, there ain't no yeah. shit happening. Yeah. But
1: Reassurance, guys,
0: that's a big word. That's a reassurance big word. is a very big thing. Yeah. And that's all I really want. It's like, and sometimes I even find myself, I'm weird. I always ask, even when the signs are so clear, I'll be like, do you like me still? Like, <laughs> I, and I'm that person, uh-huh. like, because I always, me, like, I don't know if it's because I'm a Libra like I'm the person mm-hmm. I'm the person that's always courteous to like who I'm with.
2: Yeah.
0: Like are you okay? Do you need this? Yeah. You know, do you want food? Do you want this? Yeah. Like I'm always courteous of everyone before myself.
2: Hmm.
0: And me personally, I think that I become insecure just when I feel like I'm being done dirty, like something is just not right or mm. you have that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it could be absolutely nothing. But it's just that it's the energy that you're getting put off. Like you're put on the back burner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't like that feeling. So Mm -hmm. the projecting of like you're doing this, you're doing that. It can go one or two ways, honestly. And that's why I can't be totally one way with this because honestly, there's just some things that like when communication's not there, you get a little insecure about your relationship. Yeah. And some people that don't have communication that well. They're just too lax, too laid back. makes things stressful.
2: Hmm.
0: But I I think the whole projecting thing is the biggest that thing is, is because yeah. when people have a lot of guilt, they start bringing it upon you and they start making it your problem. Yeah. So you could be doing nothing and all of a sudden your significant other is just getting so aggressive. They're mm-hmm. just asking all these questions. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like a simple, like I obviously, if I'm with somebody that's very attractive and we're walking – Someone's looking. Someone makes a comment. Um, I don't take offense to that because you know know, I can. That person
1: next to you is gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. And at the end of
0: the day, I'm with them. Like as long as you don't disrespect them, we can keep it moving. That's fine.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't say some reckless shit. Yeah. And even and I've had guys that have said reckless shit, not reckless stuff, but just said, "Damn, baby, come over here." I'm like, "Nah, she's good, man." Yeah. I've had dudes that were like literally ten times my size. Like, "Yo, I'm sorry, man. I had no idea." Mm. And I'm like, no, you're cool, dude.
2: I'm like
0: looking up on them like this. (laughs) but
1: Yeah, I definitely can say like those actions that you said in the beginning, like not taking them out with your friend or like if that's you in that position, not going out with their friends, not going to events with them, not wanting to bring them places, not wanting to bring them around your parents, family and stuff like that. Then those are definitely major signs that something could potentially be going on.
0: It's very true.
1: Yeah.
0: And... It's a shame that there's so many different things in this generation with people of cheating and you know there's everything could be completely fine and some people's way of staying completely fine is cheating here and there
2: mm.
0: or mm. you know sleeping with an ex and they don't think it's cheating because you've already slept with them and that yeah. makes no fucking sense to yeah. me in my eyes but some people believe in that. Like they, they believe in keeping a healthy, functional relationship mm. is by having that little... I mean, I, I guess in a cheating sense, people think it's just an arousement of just like, I shouldn't be doing this. Mm. And it's just like...
1: Just an excitement that...
0: And some people want that excitement,
1: yeah. which... Which if you do, then you should just be a big boy or big girl enough to just
0: get out of that. Though. Get out of the relationship. Yeah. But yeah. what people fail to realize is that... People want to have their cake and eat it too, Mm. and that's the biggest thing you have to realize: is you got a bad bitch. Mm. I mean, she walks everywhere, but she's in love with you. Mm -hmm. She only wants you. She doesn't pay no mind to any other dude. Mm -hmm. You got a bad chick with you. That's Mm -hmm. just bottom line. And people have temptation around them all the time. You know, things get hard in a relationship where you're doing serious stuff. You know, you guys aren't sleeping together as much as you used to. Things are kind of dying down. But your connection is still there, but some guys want to venture out, at least from what I've seen and from what, I mean, temptations in everybody, I've had temptation, you Mm. know, Instagram fucking ruins everybody's life.
1: Mm. But again, again, people gas
0: you, they'll fill your head up, they'll say things to you. And there's also, there's also those people, you know, you and your significant other, bottom line is you're going to go through the worst sometimes, Mm. you know, there's good and bad with any relationship. Mm -hmm. And you guys got to work through that and communicate with each other because it's building you stronger and stronger. It's the foundation to what you guys are. But you go on Instagram and, you know, this Instagram chick that's been liking your pictures, been gassing your head for the last six months,
2: mm.
0: it's the easiest way out. Mm. You know that you hang out with her, you're probably going to smash. <laughs> She's probably going to tell you, I'll be the best side chick you'll ever have. Literally, when your girlfriend does not want to give you head, I'll give you head Hmm. all the time. I'll never stress you out. I'll make sure that I'm always a good time. And every time, you know, you're going through some shit with her, I won't give you any shit for it.
2: Hmm.
0: Those are what you call professional side chicks. (laughs) And you got to watch out for them because they're everywhere. And honestly, sometimes they are really loyal side chicks. (laughs) But I will tell you right now is that they're going to be the biggest home huh. wreckers in the long run oh, hmm. because if they catch any feelings for you or anything,
2: hmm.
0: I mean, I, I literally know, I literally know a girl that has been a professional side check for four and a half years with the same dude. She refuses to cheat on her side. He ha- he's married with kids.
2: Uh-huh.
1: The she, side, the side the, No, no, no. <laughs> okay. She is the side chick. Okay.
0: She is with a married man that has kids married. Okay. And, you know, he pays her bills here and there. Uh-huh. But, like, he's not really doing much for her. He yeah. just comes over when he feels like it. Yeah. You know, she gets the D, he gets mm. the P, and then that's pretty much it. But, like, four four years and some change of doing that, yeah. I'm just like...
1: Yeah, I could, know.
0: That's no. insane to think about. Mm. That's insane. That's professional side chick status. To
1: each their own. Man. To each their own. God,
0: it's a great time we live in. <laughs> uh, so... Dear Mr. Broadfit, because you're so experienced in interracial dating, can you tell me the difference between a real sexual attraction and a sexual fetish?
1: I didn't even think about this question until you first, first mentioned it, and I was like, huh, that is interesting that someone could take that, that that way.
0: So the only reason why I have experience in this is that I am, I am all the time called the freak-ass white boy that just likes black women. Mm. So when I was dating, when I was on dating apps, it was always the most common questions. I'd either be asked through like the messaging app, texting, or like on the first date. And these questions were, am I your first black girl? The second question was, have you ever brought a black girl home to your mother? The third one is, how do you feel about having mixed children? Those three questions always haunted me on every date I was ever on Hmm. until I really started asking like I I asked them honestly it was like it wasn't a big deal to me but then I finally wanted to know why this was such a common thing and finally a girl that I was seeing said well you know you're a handsome Italian guy and it just it just kind of is weird when like you guys interracial date because we can't articulate if this is a sexual fetish or a deep attraction To you know, African women, black women alone, like we don't know. Hmm. So like we have to ask because some guys have a to-do list on their bucket list of sleeping with a black girl.
2: Yeah,
0: and I literally was stunned because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, so you're thinking that I'm trying to get one under my belt. Like this is my first time. I'm like, this isn't my first time. (laughs) (laughs) But again, I I saw. So after that point of hearing something like that, I started articulating, I keep saying articulating, I started understanding in my head Mm
2: -hmm. that,
0: okay, so you're on the fence side because I don't look like the typical white guy that would be interracial dating. And I get that all the time. I literally have walked around with a microphone asking people, what what ethnicity would I date? And all of them would say, white women. And Mm -hmm. it was not the case at all. I guess I put off that certain type of look. But again, it's the... And I've had someone say to me before, you're not in love with me. You just have a fetish for me. Hmm. And it offended me so much because I was like, I don't understand what you mean by fetish. I'm talking about having children with you. Hmm. Like, I I can tell you right now, if it's a fetish, I'm not going to introduce you to my family. And I'm also not going to talk about our future having kids.
1: Definitely as an African-American woman, I can definitely speak on just like... There's been just uh, going back in generations and generations and gen- generations. I can definitely understand the women who do come to you with those questions, coming to you with those questions, just because of the past with it. Like what w- we used to, this is going back, and I don't want to go off topic, but this is going back to just slavery time. We used to be, you know, um, the, the slave owner's mistress. That w- yes. We would just bear their kids, you know. So I definitely understand, and of this course. is obviously two different, way too different Way two different scenarios. <laughs> this is two different but scenarios. Two for different sure. scenarios. But, but again, this but is all this, about yeah, learning. This is why. This is why the questions get brought up because of the past generational trauma and the past history with it. Um, so I can definitely understand those questions, but I also can understand your dilemma and being like, "No, this is just what I like. Like, yeah. I like what I like, and this is it." You wouldn't ask someone who is. You wouldn't ask a most of the time. You don't get. Uh, white person asking a black person, why are you dating that person? Sometimes yeah. you do. But, you know, more of the times I can understand from you being a white male going after African-American women or yeah. just any, any, It's always, any, I'm the freak-ass yeah. white guy. It's <laughs> always
0: just looking for a black girl. It's all <laughs> yeah. it always comes down to. Yeah,
1: I can definitely understand your dilemma, though, in just of getting course. asked those questions. I definitely, I, I see both sides, yeah.
0: But again, it, it gets flipped around on me sometimes where sometimes women are just looking to get that under the belt they've yeah. never been with a white guy yeah it's, yeah. it's so I've asked the same thing again I've asked the same thing and yeah. honestly I've caught some of them where I'm like no nah, I'm not gonna be your first dude like yeah. come on get out of here but again it's it's something that I feel is a very big thing with interracial dating where I've been asked it so many times and it's gotten to the point where I understand what you're saying like you don't you don't want to like you know go on a date with me and I'm just not going to call you again or this Mm. just isn't anything serious if I'm going on a date with you and like I said it's everything's good and we continue doing stuff like I I don't want to like fake like a relationship I don't want to fake anything yeah because honestly my time is just so precious and I don't want to waste it just by doing weird shit like that. Like, that's to me, it's just, I never thought about it until someone said it. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, so I get it. You think that I'm just looking for a good time,
2: hmm.
0: which isn't the case.
2: Hmm.
0: But yes, this also happened in my past relationship. <laughs> this past relationship taught me so much. Oh my God.
1: A lot of lessons. Yeah. Lessons.
0: I think the way it went, I told her I loved her culture. Mm-hmm. And she was African. And like, mm-hmm. I love African culture. I'm going to Africa for like, I think October, I'm going for six weeks to okay. Africa.
1: That's dope. I think it's
0: South Africa. Really? Um, But like, I love learning different cultures. Mm-hmm. And like, me, I just, I know my own culture. But like, I like learning different cultures because it's something I've never learned. Yeah. So like, I'm always open to different religions, I'm always open to different languages. Yeah. Anything that people are willing to teach me. Mm hmm humbly like mm-hmm. you know yeah, some people some yeah. people don't want to yeah. teach me certain shit because wow. they don't feel I deserve to be taught it mm. I've had that happen in the past I don't know why mm. but again cultures opening yeah. up to different yeah. cultures where yeah. I like I remember saying there I said I love your culture like you know obviously if I'm telling you we're gonna have kids mm. I love your culture because my kids are gonna be part yeah. of that culture yeah. you know what I mean have to know and that's why I want to learn educated on yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean if Honestly, like whatever language, I mean most, I believe they speak Creole, French, like there's so many different languages in In Africa Mm -hmm. and I want my kids to learn like multiple different languages Mm. because I just think that's pretty sick because
1: it's hard for me to know
0: I'm one language, which (laughs) is my own,
1: but you don't know any other right now.
0: I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Like I just went to DR and I I held up pretty well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did really well. So, (laughs) but I'm still learning. Always, but again, going back to it, uh, the whole fetish thing—I get highly offended by it because mm. I don't ever want somebody to think like I'm only with you because you possess one thing. Like I'm with you for you. It's, yeah. It's not because you know I have a f- sexual fetish or a fetish that I can't get away from. Like I have yeah. a preference for sure. Like, do you my think it would be
1: beneficial? To like at say straight off the bat to them like yeah. and but the thing is like I'm thinking in my head like you shouldn't have to do that yeah but with what you're doing right now the like the reactions that you've already gotten from it do you think it would be beneficial in dating like to just be like straight up like I'm into black well, women I'm, in, I'm into I'm into you I'm into everything you have to offer not just you as a not just you as a I've like, done that yeah
0: and people have gotten offended really uh, it's just huh I don't know. I've also been the type, like, I'm the one, I'm, I compliment so much, it's, like, overbearing, but, mm. like, obviously, if I have a preference, I see so much beauty in a different culture mm-hmm. that I'm interested in,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I like talking about it, so, like, <laughs> me, like, I always, it's the hair, the skin, the yeah. nails, like, yeah. I, I don't know, it's, like, anything that you possess, mm-hmm. like, I like complimenting. Mm. And sometimes I over compliment to a point where it doesn't seem genuine. Mm. And I had to realize that the hard way where like, I would just compliment so much on some of the similar things. And it just came off like I was just saying that because I was just saying So like I had to kind of pull back and just think, all right, if I really care about somebody, I got to stop saying how much I care about them because it's kind of throwing them off. Mm. And it's not giving them anything to lead towards, you know what I mean? To look forward towards. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, God.
0: Uh, I'm still learning, everybody. Don't Lessons. worry. I'm still learning. <laughs> oh, God. What is the worst dating experience you've ever had?
1: Oh,
0: God. Oh, I'm sorry. Dating app experience. Dating
1: app experience. Oh. Uh, I can't speak much on this, to be honest. I don't know. I know. Jordan's yeah. Jordan's
0: so perfect um, in so many ways.
1: I try. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> why, why there's this big, big gap between <laughs> us. <laughs>
1: I this very, it's not because I of even, COVID. I didn't, no, no, I not even. You know. <laughs> it's
0: not because of COVID. I just I don't want to be too close to her. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm obviously
1: by all these other stories. I'm definitely intrigued by I've this one, and I, I'll try to think of something.
0: I've I've dated on Tinder and I've dated on Bumble and okay. I met the girl I've been talking about for like a year on there, and everything was great and there's mm-hmm. no issues mm-hmm. prior to her. Oh man. I've had so... I mean, I've had so many people message me and say, like, I've, there's a lot of escorts on Tinder. Really? <laughs> and, I, like, I'll have a great conversation, and all of a sudden, they're like, all right, well, like, I cost this much. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I just connected with this escort, and we had a great conversation for the past week, and now she's saying she costs like, $1,000. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> so, um, I went on a date before.
2: Uh-huh. I
0: forget... It was a place up in the Northeast, Las Margaritas, right? Mm. So it was a Las Margaritas. And um, <laughs> this girl got dropped off, very beautiful girl. Um, we hit it off and I don't, I don't even know why she had to leave, but like we were drinking and stuff and like she was talking about going back to my place. And I was like, oh, like I said, maybe we should save that for next time. And um, she got kind of offended by that. I don't mm. know why. So she went to the bathroom, and um, and she came back out, and she wouldn't talk. So I was like, yo, I said, listen, like, if you want to go back to my place to watch a movie, we can do that. I said, I'm just, I'm drunk. You're mm-hmm. kind of drunk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She goes, no, nah, I don't want to fucking talk to you. I'm like, what?
1: At the table, she says this. Yeah.
0: So... I said, listen, I said, listen, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes when I drink, maybe I come off a little Uh too blunt. Uh And um, she goes, listen, like, my ride's going to be here. Like, I don't want anything to fucking do with you. So, like, I walk out with her, and this dude jumps out of the car. He's like, what the fuck are you doing with my girl? And I'm like, oh, my
1: God. Why do your stories, they just escalate. Like, that's just not what I was expecting. So,
0: I'm like, and I get really aggressive. I say, your fucking girl... I said I was just in there on a date with her, and Mm. like it almost escalated in the parking lot to a full-on fight until I realized I'm like, this is so not worth it. Yeah, no. And literally, she got in the car, and she she didn't say anything. She just stayed in the car, and he just took her. I don't know if it was the baby father. Uh I don't know what uh the fuck happened. I just know this guy came off so aggressive, and I'm just like, yo, there is no fucking way. (laughs) Another, another dating experience. I was in. Center City, I went to Alves, I don't, it's like a Spanish place, okay. and she wanted to go to Woody's, and Woody's is pretty cool, like, whatever, I, I've gone there before mm. with friends, it's cool, like, friendly people, mm-hmm. a lot of people get weirded out because it's a gay bar, but mm. it's not all gay people there, and That's honestly, true. you'll find, like, yeah. the hottest chicks there, like, real chicks, <laughs> but, like, you'll find, like, the hottest girls there because... They go with the gay guys, and I'm cool with the gay community. Mm. (sighs) I'm very cool with them. They're nice to me. But anyway, so we go there, and um, it was just another situation where we're getting drunk, and
2: Uh everything's
0: happening, and I don't know what happened. She ran off with another guy.
2: (laughs) It'd be
1: like that sometimes.
0: (laughs) But literally, like, and everything was going smooth. Yeah. But I just think it came down to, like, she just wanted free drinks, free food, and then I guess she met up with whoever was there—maybe her friends—or I, I assume she ran off with a guy because I saw her talking to a guy near the bathroom. I don't fucking know, <laughs> but she was out, and I'm like thinking to my head, I'm like, what do I keep doing wrong? This is like three, four months apart. I'm like, I just keep picking the ones that yeah, just. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk. Yeah, we I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've had worse. I've had worse experiences. I'm just trying to think of the best one. The best one. There's. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what's going to really wow people. Mm.
1: I really can't speak. I've never had. I've never had a bad dating app experience. Oh my
0: god! I forgot about Uh this. Here we go. It's another girl running off with another guy. Here we go. So, I was dating this girl from Jersey. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is like the fourth date. By the first date, she was just all about me and like I was all about her. It was like so fucking toxic. It wasn't toxic, it just was like made up. It was uh-huh. like this will never yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm just gonna go with it. So, you know, the fourth time there is a strip club down the street from here called mm-hmm. Blue Turks. Now, Blue Turks is a it's a Delaware County strip club. It's probably the most famous strip club in Delaware County because mm-hmm. it's the only one. And people just love going there because it's just a good time. Lately, I went there like a couple months ago, and they were so aggressive with me. Like the one girl walked by me, and I don't—I don't mean to be any type of way, but I don't like tipping white girls. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: and I don't—I don't look at them dance.
1: Uh-huh. So <laughs> you don't look at them dance. Specifically no, I don't while look at them do. dance.
0: <laughs> so the one girl came by me, and she was like really fucking tall.
1: Uh-huh. She
0: was, hey, honey, you're gonna pay me for my dance? I said no. She goes, Did you just fucking tell me no. I said, <laughs> I, I said I just got here. I didn't see you, and like I didn't just <laughs> get there. But, like she, I wasn't expecting that uh-huh. response. It's uh-huh. usually you just say no, and they just keep yeah, walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was full on like aggressive, uh-huh. and she just kept walking. And I was like, damn dude, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and another time, there was a Spanish girl that came up to me, and I've seen her there before. She's always nice to me. Uh huh. She goes, hey, do you you want to pay me for my dance? And I was like, I just bought drinks. I said, "Uh, not right now. She goes, there's an ATM right next to you. Go get money. I'm like, that's a little. Oh, my (laughs)
2: god! It's
0: a a little aggressive. A little bit. (laughs) It's a little aggressive. Just a little. So I went to this strip club the fourth day I was with this girl. And we're kind of seeing each other at this point. She's made very well aware that she likes me. And we're drinking, we're doing shots. And this girl was, like, infamous for, like, taking, like, five, six shots as soon as she got anywhere. She mm. was – that's part of the reason why we didn't work out. She she legitimately just loved drinking.
2: Hmm. And
0: I wasn't that – I'm not really that big of a drinker, yeah. but, like, she needed to drink all the time. Huh. So I was there chilling, and my stripper came up to her and kn- knew her. I'm like, oh. I said, that's cool. You guys know each other. That's awesome. And – she said, "You know who's here, right?" And she goes, "No." She goes, "So and so." I'm like, "Who the fuck is
1: that?" Uh-huh.
0: It was her soccer coach. And
1: <laughs> now I'm confused.
0: Her soccer coach was there, and apparently, her soccer coach from Jersey loved strippers uh-huh. and love. He was a sugar daddy. Uh huh. So apparently, I guess when girls became of age, mm-hmm. he paid them sugar daddy shit. I don't know what the fuck he was doing with them. Oh shit. So she looks at me and goes, babe, I'll be right back. I'm running to the bathroom. I'm like, you're not running to the fucking <laughs> bathroom. I see her from across the bar twerking on her soccer coach and doing shots with him. And then he is literally grabbing her ass, smacking it. And I'm, I'm literally, I'm watching, I'm watching this. I'm, happen, watching this. Like- I'm like, there is no way my uh-huh. life has gotten to this point. <laughs> and literally she's like, doing that and i get up to leave i leave her ass Uh and she calls me she goes where the fuck did you go i said dude you just twerked on your coach for 20 minutes she goes, no i wasn't i said you were right across from me what do you mean (laughs) and then i found out she was into the heavy like sugar daddy world and it was so so strange and that girl was also the same girl that got so drunk she um I told her I was going to the gym, right? Uh Uh-huh. And (laughs) I told her I was going to the gym. I said, hey, I'm going to the gym. My key's under the Mm mat. I said, I'll be back in like two hours. Mm -hmm. She lives in Jersey. She would have been at my place by that time. Mm -hmm. I texted her, the key is under the mat, right? Mm -hmm. You walked up to my door, right? Mm -hmm. There's two glass things broken out. She legitimately broke them
2: Uh and
0: broke into my place. She destroyed a lot of shit in here in my bedroom because she claimed that I was sleeping with a girl.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I was in bed with this girl, and I'm literally, like, I have, like, 20 people that can verify I was at the gym the whole entire time. Wow. So I get home, my shit's broken open, uh-huh. and she's passed out on the couch. Drunk. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck
2: Happen, is going like on what? here?
0: <laughs> and I had to go to Miami with her, like, 24 hours later. I was yeah. so fucking mad. And, um, yeah, it didn't work out. But that's... That Tinder dating experience was just awful. I I can't find a nice girl, Jordan. I'm sorry. I know.
1: What's happening? I
0: don't know. What is happening? I think, and this is the biggest thing, people uh-huh. always call me a fuckboy. I don't know why. Oh, damn. Our segment's already over. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. So before we left, I was talking about my horrible dating experiences on Tinder, don't mind me. This is just how I live my life. So, what is the question? Okay, so, dear Mister Broadfoot, what do you do when you're giving too much and get no and re- nothing in return? So, I think this comes in the play where you're giving eighty percent, the person's giving you twenty percent.
2: Mm.
0: It's cute for like maybe a week, two mm-hmm. weeks. But I will know that some people have done it for months, years, and I've noticed it on the female side of things, where females will just do everything for their man, and they'll get nothing in return from them. Mm. And females will tolerate that. Mm. And it's not that they're stupid. It's not that they can't get anybody else. They just they fall for that whole they're in love thing.
2: Mm.
0: And it's very sad, because they're blinded by love, and they don't want to start over again with somebody else. They don't want to give their energy to somebody else and it's very sad Mm. um I constantly find myself overdoing things like when I'm really very interested in somebody you can tell because I'm always overdoing things like you know restaurants going on vacations buying presents like overdoing things and like I had to realize that I need to keep it at like a minimum of where we can both equally do stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely in relationships, that 50-50% effort goes it has to go both ways. It has to flow both ways.
0: Now listen, um, I'm not saying to cheap out on your significant other. I'm not saying, mm. spoil spoil mm. your queen, guys. Spoiler. Mm. Because honestly, there is a million, million motherfuckers in those DMs that will do the same exact yeah. thing or honestly won't even do a quarter of what you do, mm. but they'll still get her attention. Mm. So I think like when you really are established, you know, a year or two into something, things, you know, it's always nice to ever do some stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. For it's sure. always nice. Give a little bit more energy, give a little bit more effort.
0: Exactly. So I, this is such a hard topic for me. I don't know why. I think, I think maybe because I'm just always like a 60, 40 type person, I'm always giving like, I'm always giving just a little bit more because I felt like when I, my when I first, like when I was like 21, 22, I was just giving the bare minimum, but I had these girls so in love with me and I was doing nothing. Hmm. Like I was being myself, everything, but I wasn't physically like doing the things that I do now. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm that guy that like, you know, you have a long day, like I will bring you flowers. You know, if if you've had a long day, you don't want to cook, and say you're the one that always cooks, like, I'll cook, or mm-hmm. I'll take us out to dinner, mm-hmm. or we can go get your nails done. Like, I'm that person. Like, I I don't mind being walked all over
2: <laughs> sometimes. Like, <laughs>
0: I'll be very honest with you. You can walk all over me in certain ways, but, like, when we're alone and you're, like, genuine with me, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm, I i am I've always been that way with chicks. I don't yeah. know why. But the... It has to be mutual. Yeah. If it's not a mutual thing, you just slowly start losing them, I feel, because they're, they don't have to do much to keep you. You're there already. Yeah. And when they don't feel like they have to do much. Yeah. There's no investment on their side. Yeah. Like, they're not invested. Yeah. They haven't done all this. They haven't. Mm-hmm. So, like, they can walk away mm-hmm. and it's like they didn't. They didn't lose anything. Mm-hmm.
1: I definitely can think that, I feel like I've been on both ends of this before where I felt like I've overgiven. Yeah. And then sometimes I feel like I started getting too comfortable. So I started maybe not even undergiving, but just not giving, yeah. like you said, 60-40. Like sometimes after a long period of time, you should be doing a little bit more for your significant other. Of course. So go going back to this word, reassuring them, like your love is still alive. Like this yeah. passion is still real. So still like, Maybe giving 60, 40, 40 percent of the time if your significant other is willing to also do the same thing for you.
0: And again, it it comes down to, like, you know, in the end of the day, like, it's who who are you suffering with? Like, Mm. who is the person that, you know, even though you fight here and there, you guys still madly in love with each other. Mm. It's the communication's on point, the energy, you know. My whole thing is, like, uh, the energy always has to be there. Like, me, like... I want you to be able to tell me anything, and I want you to look at our relationship as us, not just you, meaning that your problems are my problems. You know, if we're together and we're a team, like I don't ever want you thinking that you're facing anything alone and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I've realized in relationships that it's not that the other person was being selfish. They were just so used to people not taking care of them or not – handling their problems with them. Mm. Like you know what I mean? You're you're a loner, you're somebody that's always done things by yourself. Then you have somebody come in a relationship and they're willing to help you out in some type of way or they're mm-hmm. they're just there for that extra emotional support mm-hmm. and you're not used to it so you don't know how to act. Yeah. You don't know like you're like, why the fuck is this motherfucker in my business right now? Like I'm trying to do this shit on my own mm-hmm. but me it's like if you're not okay I'm not okay and mm. that type of energy and that type of reassurance that you guys yeah. were there for the long run yeah that's like real like wifey goals right there that's like when your relationship is at its peak
2: mm-hmm.
0: where you're just not and some people and this is another topic some people think that it's like overbearing telling the person you're with what you're doing mm. some people don't like reporting and like me
1: I'm definitely, like, a reporting person. Yeah, I definitely like, like saying, like, just, especially, like, for me, it's, like, a safety matter. Like, I just yeah. like knowing where my significant other is. Of like, course. I like just knowing, like, you're okay. Like, everything's good. So, um, I'm definitely that that type of person who likes that.
0: I'm, I'm just, I mean, I, I guess I have to be the same exact way. I'm, I'm that person, like, when I'm getting done work, I'll call you. When I'm getting done work, see how your day is. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when I know you're getting done, I'll call you and... Mm -hmm. Me, I like checking up to see how your day is because if, you know, I go all day and you've had the worst day and I know nothing about it, I'm just like, yo, like, I can't even plan, (laughs) I can't plan to surprise you with nothing. I can't do nothing if you Mm. don't tell me. Communication. communication's everything. And I don't like being the last person to know shit. Mm. So I had to learn early on. And this is like, everything's a learning process with relationships. You know, you learn from relationships that go bad,
2: mm-hmm. not to
0: do certain things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've learned the hard way, and I'm not proud of it. But I didn't know until the communication was there. Till when somebody actually told me, "Like, yo, the shit that you're used to needs to stop." Mm. Like, I don't know who you mm-hmm. were with before this. They might have tolerated this, mm-hmm. but this isn't how I am. And you need to take that in consideration. You shouldn't be with somebody who's trying to change you for them, but for us. It's totally different. If better communication and communication is not what you're used to, and this girl that you're with, the guy that you're with, is trying to make your communication better, they're not being selfish. They're literally trying to make you as a better whole person. better. Yeah. So you can't yeah. look at it in a negative like nobody's going to change me, nobody's going to do this. Mm-hmm. I constantly hate when I'm trying to make a situation better and somebody will just use it as a quick point and just say, you're not going to change me, nobody can change me, this, that. I'm not trying to change you. I'm just trying to get a better understanding so we don't run into the same issues. Because hmm. we're going in circles now.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: So, uh, energy, communication, all, all this it's stuff. Yeah. It's all important. And, and it's no all matter
1: what kind of situation you're in, no matter if you're in a relationship, an open relationship, an entanglement. <laughs>
0: Entanglements are the worst. Side uh. chicks, no. Side dudes, no. <laughs> but again, it, it comes down to... Me, reassurance that you're okay, yeah. reassurance that we're okay. Yeah. Knowing what you're doing, knowing what we're doing, like yeah. that type of stuff is like when communications A one. Now, and those listen, are simple
1: things too. Like if your your partner should be willing, if they want it, willing and wanting you to one, you're telling them what you want out of the relationship. Yeah. They should, after hearing that loud and clear, should be able to bet say, Okay, let's do this then.
0: So I learned this from this past relationship. I was just in this. Past relationship taught me a lot, everybody.
1: This is the one.
0: Yeah. This is the one that uh, ruined me. Mm. Not ruined me. She made me a better person. Mm. But she told me in the first three months of dating me, like, she was overly about me. And I loved it. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy Mm because I'm all about this girl. But I played it cool.
2: Mm. Like,
0: I gave her just enough to know I was interested. And she goes you're so cool you're so calm you're so this I said well I'm only that way because we're not together yet Hmm. I said to be honest you haven't disrespected me you haven't you know disrespected the relationship like when we are something some of the shit you do is not going to fly because we're now in a relationship and it's not like I'm extremely strict in a relationship but There are some things I want to know, like, you know, when you're going out like this, that, like when you're in a relationship, we have obligations to go by Hmm. when we're just dating each other and it's brand new. I don't have to know where you're at at all times because I'm not your man. Hmm. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I'm not your man. Like I'm not anything. So like I slowly realized and she, I don't want to say she pushed the relationship on me, but like, I just went with the flow. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to rush shit because I really generally like this girl. Everything just is fine. You know, I'm occupied. Like, I'm working. I'm this. Like, everything's just running smoothly.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: we ended up getting in a fight one day. And basically, at the end of the fight, she's like, Well, you still have not asked me to be your girlfriend. I'm like, I said, Do people still do that shit? I was like, Damn. I'm like, You, I said, You really want me to like ask you? Like, I, yeah. I said, I just kind of was assuming like we're already towards that. And I said, As soon as we were calling, I said, I'm all right. I said, You want my girlfriend. As soon as that day went on, mm-hmm. things got worse.
1: Oh, that's so what like, I was expecting.
2: <laughs>
0: no, like it was good, uh-huh. but then I started caring more, hmm. and I started realizing as I cared more, mm-hmm. she cared less. Hmm. So
2: Interesting. like,
0: I guess you had me now, and then you just were like, all right, yeah. cool, like I'm chilling. Yeah. But in reality, like, all right, we're in a relationship now. Like I have obligations to go by. Like I have things to plan with us. This, that, yeah. Like, And I guess because we were only talking a few times a week, not like every day, I guess when we started talking every day, like, I just slowly started realizing once that title came in there, things just got...
1: Interesting, yeah. Different. Yeah, that's interesting because it's like, it kind of goes back, this is obviously two different topics, but that excitement of cheating and now that excitement of like, when there's a chase or when there's something or there's not a title on it. Yeah. Then people are now like,
0: now I got you. you mind. mine. Yeah. I yeah. I gotta do shit exactly. now. Exactly.
1: Like I don't that, gotta do shit. I said that earlier, like that comfortability factor. <laughs> yeah. Like that's,
0: that's what they say in a
1: relationship. That's why they
0: say everybody don't get too comfortable. Yeah. Cause your place can be taken at any time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and, and all honesty, that's where I think I messed up. Like, yes, I only wanted to be with this girl Nobody else was on my mind. I was just chilling. Yeah. There was no pressure. It's like when people get married and all of a sudden it's like, fuck. Yeah. What did I just do? <laughs> and, like, they think their life's over, but huh. it's really just a title issue. Huh. So I realized early on that I could have just kept it going for another few more months to learn each other more yeah. before we made it official. Yeah. But it's not like anything really changed. Like, I, I think I was more hoping that we were going to be more exclusive to the point where, like, you know, we were hanging out more, Mm -hmm. we were going out places, and we did, but, like, I guess I was just expecting to have more pictures of me and more shit, (laughs) like, more appreciation, I don't, I don't really know, and, like, and not for nothing, like, it's not that she was a bad person, like, she is a great person, it's just, I could just see, like, there was no more pull,
2: Hmm. like, things
0: just started fading and fading, and I'm, like, yo,
2: yeah, I'm,
0: like, did I, fucking kick myself my own ass Mm. by making this shit so official Mm. because again like and and i'm the same i'm the same way sometimes like i want to wife you up if i know that everybody (laughs) wants you Mm. and like this time around like yeah like i'm just gonna let this shit happen naturally i'm not gonna rush anything yeah i'm gonna do everything i learned and i fucking it backfired it backfired on me because it in all in all honesty like women can take offense to this or they can take it as like, yo, that's a real man. Like when you have a man that wants to wife you up because they just see everything they want in a woman, they see how you act. They see that you're good with their family. Mm. You cook, you clean, mm-hmm. you do all that stuff. Like, and even if you don't have all that stuff, like there is just something in a man's head that when they see something they like, they got to have it. Mm. And if it's in their ability to have it, they're going to take it. And that's just the way it is. And me, I'm that way. Like when I see that like we get along, I see everything's there. We don't bother each other. Like I can tell you anything and you don't freak out. And like that's another thing that I will say is a privilege. And people screw this up all the time. If your significant other decides to become vulnerable and starts telling you their personal business or like just starts telling you things that nobody knows or like they just start getting really emotional with you, take it very seriously and don't shut down their feelings because once you shut down their feelings, they do not want to get shut down again. So Mm, they're going to start keeping things from you and their emotions are going to bottle up on the inside and the shit's going to just explode Mm. and then it's going to backfire on you. And then from that point on, you're just going to be like, I should have taken this more serious in the beginning because we all have obligations, you know, in relationships, your obligation is even though you don't want to deal with, the emotional side of things Females are emotional Even guys are emotional mm-hmm. But you gotta take it Very seriously Because if it's not Taken seriously
1: Your partner now, will want To open up again And I, have that communication So that happened with me Yeah
0: uh, The same girl Opened up to me It's not that I didn't Take it serious I didn't ask Too many questions I think she wanted me To like Talk more about Seemed it more
1: interested I yeah, guess Yeah so
0: like it. Me I guess it was things About her past And like I, I basically said, I was like, listen, I don't really need to know everything about your past. Mm-hmm. Things that you think I should know, for sure.
2: Yeah. I said,
0: but who you're with, this, that, I don't need to know it. I said, honestly, I'm about you, so, like, thinking about you being with anybody else is just going to get me upset.
2: Yeah. I said,
0: I'm not going to be crazy about it, but I don't think it's really necessary. As long as you have no ties to that person anymore, mm-hmm. I said, we're good. And I was wrong because there could have been, and I say this all the time, and this is a problem I have in relationships, too, where – I mention exes way too much, but I've been through stuff and when I see it repeated in front of me, I bring it up right then and there and, and just hit that shit right in the ass and just like, yo, this isn't happening. This is what happened in my past relationship. And some people get offended. like, oh, you're talking about your ex. I'm like, I'm not your ex. You're I not said, no. About that.
1: You're talking about the quality, like what they showed you, their um, action. I said,
0: my last biggest mistake was this, communication. Yeah. I said, well, we're not communicating. I said... You got to like think about it like when you start seeing red flags pop up and things start to reunite the yeah. same way you need to handle it differently because if you don't handle it differently it's just going to yeah. end up the same way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I could definitely I can definitely You expect
0: a different situation, you know, if that relationship didn't work out mm-hmm. and the same things happening in this new relationship, you might be the problem. I had to realize that a long time ago that some of the same things are happening to me was because I was a problem mm. because how I was handling things, I was letting things go. Or I just I didn't think they were that big of a deal. Mm. And then it slowly backfired on me. Yeah. And then I started realizing I was like, all right, so I'm the issue, not them, because they don't know that I've been through this because I haven't opened up to tell them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I can definitely
0: You need yeah. to open up. Communication. Communication. That is the word of the day. I like Communication that word. with yes. a capital C. C. That's the only C word that we're allowed to say here. Okay, everybody? <laughs> uh <we> <laughs> Let me see if we have any more questions. I had a bunch of them I didn't type up because everybody kept writing me at once. <laughs> uh, the next, <laughs> next question: Why is communication so important? Question mark. Well, we just went over that. All of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> uh,
1: communication oh. is key.
0: So, and an, another question that has nothing to do with anything. Okay. Are you getting vaccinated?
1: Me? No. I'm not getting vaccinated
0: I'm not getting either. Vaccinated. We're both not vaccinated, Mm-mm. and we're this close to each other.
1: <laughs> no mask on either. Oh, no. no. <laughs> mask. Oh, my God. I, you know the future song, Mask Off? The other day, I was just, like, listening to it, and I was like, someone could have done something with this. Like,
0: Holy shit. Yeah. This is pretty crazy. Yeah, someone could have done was, something with that. What was the next? Mm. So somebody wrote to me saying, uh, basically, you know, what do you do – if you're dating someone that you see potential in and I think I stopped them before they finished talking. I said, if you're, if you're dating somebody that has potential, I said, you need to start seeing things for face value and you need to get the fuck out of that situation. Now, why I am this way is that I hate hearing in relationships. Like I've talked to girls and I've tried taking them on dates and they'll be like, no, like, I'm kind of seeing somebody. And I am like, oh, well, I hope it all works out. And they, for some reason, they talk to me about shit. And I'm like, all right, so this must not be working out because you're venting to me like I'm your therapist, but continue talking.
2: Hmm.
0: <laughs> and I always hear the same shit. It's, well, he has potential.
1: Hmm.
2: <clears throat>
0: There's, there's a lot of potential out there. You but you wait
1: for that potential? Again. Are and you going to go through that struggle yourself mm-hmm. to make them be that potential? Because then at that point, you're exerting all of your energy. Of course. To make them a person, yes, that they could potentially be. But right now in this moment, they're not that potential person. So why would you exert your own effort to make them someone else? Especially if they're not willing to do it in that moment.
0: So in simple terms, from what I respond to this person, because it seemed like they needed help. Mm. I said, start looking at things at face value yeah. because it, you're going to get yourself hurt. Yeah. And if I would have seen things at face value, and that's always been my thing. I was always like, yo, this will get better. Yo, this, that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like you, you can hope that somebody will understand you, mm-hmm. but you can never change somebody that's yeah. truly not wanting to change. Like, yeah. And I had to realize that, like there were some girls I dealt with that, had no responsibilities they lived the party life and they weren't connected to anybody Mm -hmm. so like as much as I would get mad at this and I would get so frustrated because I'm like what is it about me like why why is it am I not a man like am I somebody that you could not take home to your family Mm -hmm. like you can't wife me up like I started looking at myself as like what's wrong with me and I started realizing like their environment like uh, the one girl that I was talking to had a trust fund. She didn't have to work. Mm. She just partied all the time. And, like, I didn't want to party all the time because I had a full-time job. And, like, mm. I had other things I wanted to do in my life. Yeah. So it got down to it. I'm like, I'm in the way. That's all it really is. Like, I see potential in this person, Maybe. But I'm really in their way because they don't have to wake up at a certain time every day. Mm. They don't have to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Their car is paid off. They have a place to live. They have a trust fund. They have multiple people always inviting them out to do stuff. Like, I'm really in the way. Like, I'm really just a person they want to see from time to time. They don't want a relationship with.
1: Mm.
0: They'll tell you that they might want something with you later on. Like, but later again,
1: on, keyword. It,
0: it comes. it comes down to like okay, so you're saying I have potential and that's what people want to hear. Like, so we have potential to be something and like you're giving someone false hope. Hmm. That's all it really is. Like, and I've been told, you know, before I became serious with somebody, like I see potential in us being something great. I'm like thinking, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Like we've been dating like a few months. (laughs) Like, are we together? Are we not? Uh So the potential thing is a very big thing with me because that potential you're taking a chance on. It's, yeah. it's like hitting the lottery sometimes yeah. with some people. So yeah. I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> uh, I think that is all the questions I had. What else do you want to touch up on when it comes to interracial dating? How much experience do you have in it, Jordan? Because I didn't really ask for a resume from you. I didn't
1: ask that. I have to say. I don't even know if
0: I'm talking to somebody that could possibly hurt me if I did date you. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Aries, Aries. You never know. You never know with an Aries. Wait,
0: let's look it up. Do Libra and Aries get along? Probably not. Aries?
1: (laughs) Ex Libra.
0: It's probably like, no, you guys get along with nothing. (laughs)
1: So when's your birthday again?
0: October 16th.
1: Oh, that's like one day after my brother. So maybe oh
0: we'll get along. Wow. wow. You're compatible with me.
1: Aries and Libra.
0: Oh my <laughs> God. That's crazy. It says we're more caring though. Huh. Sorry. You guys are like the goddess of war.
1: Yeah. Just a, l- just a little it's bit. Okay. Just a little bit. So um, interracial dating Me I've actually I think Only been with one White guy One <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> One And that was That was interesting Cause I, This was a long 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 time ago I was not Goldilocks wow. I was a different person Back then
2: Wow And I
1: honestly Had just gotten out Of a relationship
0: So you went to The, the uh-huh. comfortable white boy That wouldn't I hurt did. you
1: I did <laughs> and I ended up hurting him, and I was such an asshole then. But <sighs> yeah, we I'm get Goldilocks hurt. now. I'm a different person.
0: So do you think because you weren't fully healed, you projected that
1: onto oh, for him? Sure. For sure, for sure. Mm. I can openly, honestly say that. I was not in the best mental space at that time. I was hurting. I had just gotten uh, cheated on, actually. So I was like... Mm hey, free-for-all right now. Um, So, yeah, that, I did some damage right there. Not going to lie. Me and my Aries way of war. Just. Wow.
0: Jesus. Uh, I was (laughs) sitting next to someone the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) About (laughs) an hour long. (laughs) Anyway, um, well, that's such a shame. I don't know why somebody would ever cheat on you, but at the same time, guys aren't that smart, so.
1: Like really be like that sometimes. Boss up. Be
0: like that sometimes.
1: Boss up.
0: So, I don't think we have enough time to discuss my cheating experience, where I was accused of cheating, mm-hmm. and I actually didn't cheat. And I wish I did.
1: Wait. So is this different than the girl breaking in here? And yes. Yeah, we definitely have to talk.
0: The most recent girl. Really. Mm-hmm. Bro how that go? I don't we, think yeah, we're gonna no we have the next the we're next okay. segment yeah. because it, literally I can go on for a half hour about <laughs> yeah, this. It's yeah. like so crazy. <laughs> I think somebody wrote on here in one of the DMs they asked me to open up the package I sent my ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I sent my ex girlfriend.
1: I, I did you post that? I did. <laughs> okay, 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 okay.
0: Somebody asked me to open it up and show what I was gonna give to her. Uh huh. So the next segment i will go get it and i will show you guys what i was going to give to her
1: i'm excited
0: she actually sent it back to me and didn't open it at all which (laughs) was pretty fucking crazy
1: didn't touch it didn't touch
0: it didn't didn't acknowledge it um yeah i i I go above and beyond for people i don't know why but we'll be right back everybody stay tuned for this (laughs) this is gonna be crazy here
2: we go (laughs)
0: Hi everybody, welcome back. So this is, I don't even know what segment this is, probably like segment four or five. (laughs) So per request, um, obviously I put up a package a couple months ago, and it was a package I sent to an ex-girlfriend of mine, she sent it back, she didn't even open it, so my viewers said, I want to see what's in the package that you never open, that you refuse to open. Jordan said that she is willing to accept.
1: willing to accept the challenge. (laughs) Here we go.
0: This is the package. <laughs> it's not open.
1: <laughs> Unopen. I seen it firsthand. Oh, God. These are, like... Like, my hands could, like, fit in these scissors. That's how it's... Really Meat hard. scissors. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Here we go. Oh, God. This I like, don't want to rip anything.
0: Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, this is Try the to most
1: awkward way of... Yeah. Here we go.
0: So... If you guys ever wanted an idea of how pathetic I am, I'm in love. Here you go. Aww.
1: <laughs> I like cards. I like...
0: Uh, would you Wait. Uh, wait
1: open them. Okay. Oh, open them. Like all the way. Okay. Yeah, open them. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead. I like, didn't know what I can. You don't have... You
0: know? Yeah, don't read a lot of it, <laughs> but like, just look at it. But yeah, I made cards, and I literally put things on the back.
1: Oh, and then pictures. I know.
0: Pictures. Oh, oh God. That's cute.
1: I'm no fucking, guys. I'm so awful.
0: <laughs> so, like, if you were, go to the front, mm-hmm. this little thing right here goes to a video I made that was, like, for our anniversary or some shit. Mm-hmm. She never opened it to know, but then it went back to this, where it's a key to a lock, where we locked ourselves, both got a key. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awful I fucking hate being in love I do all this Fucking dumb shit Brandon <laughs> Our first text messages Wow Yeah like All the best text messages We've ever had Picture of each other Ah you know The stupid shit There's other stuff in there Jordan You can open it's it It's like
2: you went All out for this guy. Uh, Woman
0: eh. Damn Damn Bam Bam Bam
2: Bam Bam
1: Alright here we go what does this it's mean? a magnet.
0: <laughs> it was just a magnet from vacation. Okay. Didn't but know if it was like new. I'm really glad I got this back. because yeah. my, my rents do <laughs> There you
1: go. <laughs> Everything happens at the right time sometimes.
0: Damn, bro! I gave her a thousand bucks. Don't ever go. Don't ever be in love, everybody. Don't. <sighs> ugh, don't do it. Love kills. Love hurts. Ugh. But
1: love can be good.
0: It can, with the right person (laughs) Mm -hmm. that serves you pineapples. Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get rid of this forever. This has been great. So there you have it, everybody. There was, like, pictures with little fucking shit on the back. Preaching my love and shit Uh, went to no good use. I'll leave her Instagram down below of my ex if you guys want to hit her up. Oh,
1: wow. Bold. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) You want...
0: Yeah. Give it all. I should reship it again.
1: No, shouldn't try again. <laughs> try one more time. Reship it without the money.
0: <laughs> ah. so Jordan, what else do you want to talk about? Because I feel like our conversations are so lit now. I know. I don't. I, I, I'm I don't also. Know. I just ate a shit ton of pineapple. And
1: yeah, that pineapple. It
0: made me really happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, the pineapple made you happy. Yeah. <laughs> that was some. That was some good conversation.
0: So, what are your goals for 2021? Besides avoiding me in the gym,
1: avoid. I, I, when 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 do you work out there? I, when, she doesn't I, even know. What, she doesn't what? even know when I'm there.
0: When are, you there?
2: when are you
1: there?
0: <laughs> I'm there all all the time. You're there like at eleven, yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah,
1: I usually go either like. I either. know. I, yeah. I look at you. Yeah, I either,
0: see you there. Either in
2: the
1: morning she or the night. She walks by me,
0: has no idea. I'm like,
1: I once I put the headphones in, I'm just like straight line i
0: used focus. to use that line on people I, I did i wanted to avoid no no no
1: well sometimes i may pull it out like that but no no i promise i usually put my headphones like, in yeah. and then i'm just I'm headphones on world Head- off period <laughs> once those
0: headphones go on they're fuckboy proof i can't yeah. see no fuck boys
1: nothing nothing um goals for 2021 definitely just to grow goldilocks radio the, that's the podcast I'm doing
2: feel, right
0: now. Feel like you could do it.
1: Yeah, I, I know. Feel I like know. we're making yeah. moves towards that. I hope so. That's that's, what's, that's the plan right now. So,
0: in case you guys don't know, I am teaching her how to use this so that she's able to do this when she does have special guests. Yeah. And you will be seeing a lot more of her on here because I will be doing more podcasts. There's a studio in the city that I actually want to do a podcast at. Okay. and um. It's going to be with... I have four microphones, so Mm -hmm. it's going to be four different individuals, but probably two other black females that can give me advice on dating. I don't know. Shed some light. Shed some light, you know, some realness.
2: Yeah, for sure. Because,
0: honestly, I didn't say this in the beginning. The title of my podcast, which everybody should know, is Late Night Thoughts. Mm. Because these are thoughts I think about at nighttime. It is what Late it is. Night. Late night thoughts. We all have them, and I feel like they should be discussed. Mm. You mm. see how the gap got a little closer <laughs> after each segment. <laughs> what? You see, That's not
2: accurate.
0: <laughs> she got a little bit close. <laughs> okay. Actually, she. Uh-huh. The funny thing is, she's behind that picture. you Can you move it aside just a little bit so, so I can like see the giraffe? Right,
1: right here. No, the right other way. The other way. Okay. Look, it's a <laughs>
0: giraffe blowing bubbles. Uh-huh. It's my famous picture.
1: I did
0: look at
2: that
0: picture. That's a, that's a pretty nice picture. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's symbolic that giraffes just want to have fun. Oh, they so
2: just want to have
0: fun. Yeah. They had a rhinoceros, but he looked really angry, so oh. I didn't want to get him. Yeah, I would
1: feel that's a little aggressive. He I was blowing do. bubbles,
0: but, like, it just it came out uh-uh, wrong. Uh-huh. No, no bubbles for him. I'd definitely go for the
1: giraffe.
0: So, oh. Jordan, you seem like a very spiritual person. Yeah. I feel like when I first met you, Without you saying any words, mm-hmm. I feel like I just felt a lot of spiritual energy coming off of you. Mm. So do you believe, are you a very big person on energy, spiritual yes. energy, yeah. et cetera? Yeah.
1: And I think I said this word so many times throughout just us talking, energy, energy is so crucial to me. And um, I just started realizing over 2020, especially with just everything with Corona, that's really when I started taking off in this spiritual journey. Of you course. have... your own power to just change your whole world. Just you as an individual have the power to change your entire world and that just excites me. Just knowing that I have the power inside of me without anybody else to do everything that I want to accomplish. Um, So spirituality is definitely just a huge thing for me and I've never I believe there's a God. I believe there's a God somewhere. I believe that there's something bigger made this whole that we're in right now. There's no way around that. Um, I just definitely think there's so much more that we have yet to really uncover.
0: Wow. And for those of you that do know me, it's kind of funny hearing her talk Mm -hmm. about energy because my number one thing that I always go off of is energy. Yeah, I always talk about I want good energy, good vibes because I do believe that surrounding yourself around people that just have good intentions, good energy and just... Mm -hmm. It, it it's like almost how they tell you to surround yourself with successful people because you will be successful. I believe that to a certain extent, yes, you can be successful, but you can also be successful surrounding yourself around you know good energy and good individuals that intend to do good
2: mm. you
0: don't always have to be around people that are already successful, mm. people that are on their way to having that mentality of yeah, becoming exactly. successful that are always positive that are always taking no for an answer. Exactly. That are just always moving. And, you know, over the months, um, I suffer from depression here and there. And I believe that, you know, sometimes your energy is up and down. And I think that comes with seasonal depression. I think it comes with the weather. It comes with everything. And um, you need, during your darkest times, especially when it comes to times like that, you need to be around people that have good energy. Mm -hmm. When you're around people that... And I've noticed this, and I, I really never noticed this until... I had a friend that was very spiritual and she enlightened me on a lot of different stuff. She told me, she goes, if you're around someone that constantly talks bad about other people,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: when you walk away, do you think they're talking about you? Mm. If every time, and I started realizing that I, I was around certain people, that every time I would say something good about myself or something good that's happened throughout my day, they would bring it right down and say, well, I did this, I did that, like... It wasn't a competition. I am like I want to hear about people's days. I want to hear about people's successes. I want to hear about how good you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that type of person that's a hater. Yes, you know, people have better opportunities than me, but that's, that's just the way their cards are played. Mm. My cards are just played a totally different way. I move differently than everybody else. So your moves might have happened earlier than mine. And that's fine. Yeah. But I can't be around certain people that are the one-uppers, the people that... You know, I bench 400 pounds. Well, I bench 500 pounds. Yeah. I, d- I don't care. This yeah. is my accomplishment, not yours.
1: Yeah. And just being around the right, the yeah. right people, the right energy to uplift you and uplift what you have going on, and not feeling like you're always in a constant competition with them because that yes. person really won't have your best interest at heart if they're just that if they just if they just have those selfish motives. Yeah. All the time.
0: And you have to understand that those people need you mm. because that you make them. Feel great
2: mm-hmm. because they need yeah. your energy. Yeah.
0: But they also need somebody to talk shit to. Like yeah. they need somebody to say this, this, and that. Like I, I just remember having great ideas and talking about great things that happened and had being around somebody in the gym that was just like, "Yeah, but you do, th- you do this." Like it's always just like giving like the negative outcomes of things that could happen. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Mm. And I've noticed certain people that are just so high up on their energy. They, they want to go out and do this, do that. And like, well, it's going to rain this weekend. Well, it's going to snow. It's going to this, going to that. Like, it, there's just so many people that don't have that positive mentality that just fuck up everything. And 2020, I started cutting a lot of people off that weren't benefiting me. Yeah. And it's a lot of people get offended when you say like, oh, they weren't benefiting you benefiting me meaning and it has nothing to do financially it just has to do with your energy like Mm. if you don't have good intentions for me Mm -hmm. and if you don't have those good vibes that I need I I see no purpose for you being around me if you aren't if you are not with me during like my worst times you're not going to be with me during my best times Mm -hmm. like I just I'm not that person Mm -hmm. I like to keep my circle very small and again I my ideal is like I like having a small circle. I want to have, you know, the girl I'm with that I love that's my fucking everything, my queen, fucking everything. I want to have great times, but I also – and I've never been that guy to, to like, choose my significant other over my friends. Like, I've always balanced time between my friends, my girlfriend, whoever I'm with at the time. Like, I'm never that person because the people that are in my circle, I, I like being around them. Yeah. You know, I like being around the people that – want to see me doing good the people every time I see them they're like yo dude like you're killing it on Instagram you're doing this you're doing that and like yeah that type of shit right there it can make your fucked up day just mm-hmm. right up to the top and you could be just worried about so much stuff going on mm-hmm. and I remember reflecting on you know my photography business where like I'd have these down weeks where like sometimes I was only working once a week mm-hmm. and um literally just keeping that positive mentality like I remember like I was self-doubting myself in certain areas and then literally later on that week I had over 10 different clients. Yeah. And then it slowly picked up, went down yeah. and you need to have that positive mindset because that's sure. all it is. Your mind is such a powerful powerful mm-hmm.
1: I was just talking about that earlier this morning on, like, my Instagram post, manifesting you, whatever you say, whatever you think that's going to come to be, because that's what you're projecting out into the universe. Yeah. If you're constantly saying, oh, this isn't going to work, this is bad, this is negative, that's what you're going to receive. But if you twist those thoughts in your mind and you're saying, oh, no, I can make this work, or no, I can make this a little bit better, I can make this work out, I can be with a better group of people than I'm with now, then that's what you're going to see play in your life. Yeah. So in yourself, it you're, you are a powerful being.
0: Ourselves, the only thing that stops us from what we want to do is our own selves. Yeah. The false evidence appearing real, which what you guys know is fear.
2: Yeah.
0: Fear does not exist. Fear is not financial problems. Fear is not an actual person. It's, it's the things within your mind mm. that stop you. And that self-doubt, it, it, can, it can literally, it's all about perception. You can literally let it define you. I mean, you can let it ruin you. You can let it create you. Which one do you want? Mm. Do you want to have... You've learned from this experience. You can let it define you and you can let that ruin your entire life. Or you can let that create you into that new foundation where you have just been broken down and then you were brought right back up to the top and you're Mm -hmm. stronger than ever you were before because you know what it's like on the bottom. Yeah, That foundation is strong now. You know what you're up against, you know what you've been through, now learn from it and just keep it moving.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's the stuff that I strongly believe in. I've been pushed down many of times. I've had, I've had, (laughs) I literally looked at myself and said, is this rock bottom yet? Mm. I've hit rock bottom so many times and I always quote J.K. Rowling. J.K., if anybody knows, I'm a very big Harry Potter fan. Mm. My grandmother's from England, she... Loved Harry Potter. She used to take me out of school to go to all the openings for Harry Potter. Read all the books, all that shit. Love it. Now, J.K. Rowling is, as you know, she wrote Harry Potter on yeah. little napkins at a tea shop. Yeah. Broke a shit. Yeah. Now she is the most famous person in the yes. world, richest person, whatever. Yeah. Now, she said that she loved Rock Bottom because it made a clear foundation for the rest of her life. Yeah. Meaning that... No matter what, she had to be rock bottom to know what she had, to know what she can lose. And at that point, she had nothing else to lose. So she went for it and just started writing Harry Potter on napkins. She made something come alive within her head. She manifested it for years. And then finally, that positive energy brought around the right people, found it. And then made it into what it is today.
1: Yeah. Don't get discouraged in this process. Like you said, she did that for years. She became one of the most best-selling authors after years. It it was not an overnight thing. So taking your time, even when you have those rock-bottom moments, knowing, okay, I'm here right now. I can only go up here.
2: Yeah.
0: And again, um, I love social media, everybody, but I fucking hate it at the same time. Because... Um, Elon Musk had such a great point. He he basically said when he had a podcast with Joe Rogan, he goes, I want to buy Instagram just to get rid of it. And he goes, why? He goes, because it's such a false reality of what people look at as you in real life. He said, there's so many people out there saying they're making moves and they're not. There's so many people that are flexing money that they don't have. And he said, there's so many people that look like they're happy and they're not. Mm. He said, you know, again, Instagram is showing you on your best days where you look better with the lighting of the picture, you know, your your face is clear, like you're not seeing them in their off days. So the people that are having their off days, they look at you, they look at your perfect skin on Instagram, they look at the lighting, they look at you posing, flexing, doing all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you're seeing the highlights of the best times of their life. And you look at yourself and like, I don't look like this, I don't have this, and it it automatically brings you down to this small level. And after I heard that, I was just thinking in my head, is like you really need to take social media and bring it down here and treat it that way. Because everything that's happening on there isn't true. You mm-hmm. gotta understand that. It's gonna make you it's gonna make you kind of set back a little bit and make you kind of self-doubt yourself and i started looking at other photographers that had better opportunities than me better videographers i started seeing models that are making moves and honestly i could i had to change my mindset i'm like i'm not gonna be mad at that i'm gonna be happy for them Mm -hmm. they're making moves that's fine they're if they are physically happy in their own mind Mm -hmm. if they're living their best life and doing what they want to do they found their true purpose in life Mm -hmm. that's amazing that
2: is that is you
0: know what i'm saying and i i say the same thing with love okay i if (laughs) a lot of these instagram models that are or the instagram couples and stuff you really do think they're living that best relationship and you never see them on our off days Mm -hmm. you guys and uh, again regular people other females look at these relationships and they go why can't my relationship be like this And they start to have that negative attitude and they start applying that to their relationship. And then the relationship starts going downhill. And they wonder why. It's because you're putting a false reality onto the real reality of your relationship. Mm. And you have to take that for what it is. Take it at face value. It looks good on paper, but is it really good in real life? You have no idea. Everybody thought Kim and Kanye was great. Now they're getting a divorce. We all knew it was semi coming for yeah, sure. For sure. But at the same time it's like they look like they were the perfect family yeah. and then that's great. But yeah. in all reality, we know that they weren't now.
1: Facades.
0: Everybody, perception is reality. We have really good energy right here. This is great. Love, <laughs> it. love it. <laughs> What else do I want to brag about before we get off here Hmm. Well my 2021 goals
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Are to travel as much as I can
2: Yes
0: (sighs) The reason why I went to Dominican Republic a couple weeks ago Is because that was my first travel of the year I've never left the country and I finally did it So Wow I was extremely happy about it Uh I got to experience different culture Um, Fell in love with the island, it was amazing It's
1: gorgeous, yeah
0: Yes And I just wanted to be on the beach But I want to travel as much as I can. I want to enhance this podcast as much as I can. Mm -hmm. This podcast isn't really for fame, everybody. This podcast is to bring people together. I'm not looking for the entire world to watch my podcast. I'm looking for the certain people that can relate to me, relate to Jordan. I I want to bring a small community of people together and I I want to hear from you guys. I, I. Strongly, I want to become more in tune with the people that are in tune with me, the people that follow me. I want to know more about you, but I also want to know what you guys want to hear from me. I Mm. I want to hear, you know, your scenarios. You guys have scenarios. I'll bring it up once a week, once a month on my podcast. I'll give you guys shout outs. I'll do whatever I really can. I just want to be more in tune with the people that really give back to me. Mm. And starting like the beginning of 2021, I actually unfollowed like I think 2,300 people on Instagram. I think I only have like 1,400 now. I don't even know. But there was a reason behind that. And I tell people this all the time. And people, I have 1,600 now. I had 14, now I'm at 16. So like I had so many people I was following. And I finally was like, why, why am I liking these pictures? This person mm. doesn't follow me. They don't support me on anything. Mm. And your feed is all based off the people you follow. It's not based off of the people that like your stuff. So I wanted to start liking and commenting on your guys stuff because you guys do it to me and I want to return the favor. And it's not that I don't want to. It's when I have so many people in front of me that are fake people that I'm insta-faming over and stuff like that. It's really taking me away from you guys and me I want to be more in tune with everybody their experiences their everything because that's, this is what it's all about in my opinion this is what it's all about everybody so I unfollowed a lot of people that weren't following me back or people that were ghost followers that weren't liking or commenting and now I feel like I'm talking to more of you now now I'm getting more responses because now I like all the pictures I like everything and you guys are actually seeing me as I'm seeing you so that was another thing be more in tune with everybody and I want to be more in tune with myself. Um, I think I worry so much about being finding that right person. I think I just need to stop looking and just wait for the right person to come to me that has the same energy as me, the same intentions, and takes me for who I am. That's another thing. I feel like I'm always a hopeless romantic where I'm just searching for that right person that wants to, you know, travel the world with me, take pictures, go to the gym. You know, eat fucking fattening food with me, which is, mm-hmm. like, the favorite thing to do. Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. Um, but, like me, I, I want to focus really on myself and just wait for somebody to come around that really sees the values that I have. Mm. Obviously, people on Tinder don't see that. So, no more Tinder. No more Bumble. Let's start with that. No. Let's start with
2: that.
1: <laughs> no
0: more of that stuff. <laughs> um, and then also, I want my health to be a one as you guys know, before uh July, I was in an accident at work where I hit my head. I had a severe brain bleed, which has been causing me to have seizures left and right. I've been on and off medications, and I'm finally slowly starting to get better. It's not fully healed, but my whole goal was to get better so I can get back to work, serving the community and doing all the stuff I do in uniform. Jordan said she likes me in uniform it's hilarious. Love it. Love she it. hasn't seen me yet. <laughs> But um, I I just want to be healthy. I want to keep the people close to me in a very small circle. Mm. And I just want to start making moves on my own, and I want to do it very quietly.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't want anybody knowing my next move except for Jordan.
1: Sounds good to me. All
0: right. Well, this has been a great segment. Make sure that you follow Jordan. Slaughter
1: Slaughter Fitness.
0: Fitness, Two S's. It'll be right down below, everybody. (laughs) Make sure that you actually go to her page. Our podcasts are lit. Make sure you listen to them. Make sure you comment on our stuff. Like at least. All
2: of it. So Salk this is rule of thumb.
0: Ahead. Rule of thumb, guys. <laughs> if you are really interested in Jordan, you always got like three pictures back to back within under a minute.
2: Uh-huh.
0: If you're really trying to wife it up, it's five pictures. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, do whatever uh-huh. you got to do. Um, we might do a workout vlog together. We don't know yet. We got to say I gotta don't know. watch out for
1: it. <laughs> Gotta watch out. It'll
0: that. all be announced because I tell everybody everything. <laughs> so um, make sure you guys subscribe or on Anchor. Do you subscribe to stuff? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well the yeah, links will be down below that.
0: for like if you guys want to listen on Spotify, Anchor, anything.
2: iTunes, all that. Or I, it'll, it'll be, be yeah, her yeah.
0: podcast, my podcast. You guys can click it down below. Um, this will obviously be an Insta story. But the main thing I want you guys to have here is like don't be afraid to talk about your scenarios. You can always, and like I said, you can direct them at me. You can direct them at whoever it may concern. You can mm-hmm. direct them to Jordan. I want to hear from both sides of everything. It doesn't matter how intense it is. Make sure you comment. Make sure you drop your stories down below. Anything you want to talk about, politic, no, not politic-wise, relationship-wise. <laughs> that. Yeah, we don't do politics, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the one We're thing I do don't
2: that.
0: <laughs> No politics. But like I said, anything you guys want us to talk about, just let us know. And
1: Communication is key.
0: Communication is key. (laughs) Um, And also, obviously, Jordan kills it in the gym. I'm not that much in the gym anymore. But ladies, if you have anything to ask gym wise, you can either (laughs) DM her or you can DM her with questions that you want to mention in the podcast. And she will answer them either on mine or on hers. okay. you guys are very important to us. Mm -hmm. So please make sure you guys subscribe
1: go do like, it like
0: comment stalk i don't care all of it all right everybody we're out of here
1: see ya